Take off your pants. Unleash your true self. Real unicorns don't wear pants. Hey, money-making unicorns. Are you good at sales copy? Is this a motherfucking thing for you? Um, a lot of my clients uh, actually are incredible motherfucking writers. So it's something that people ask me a lot who are outside of my audience or even if they're other coaches. They ask me about sales copy, not just because I'm good at it, but because my clients are really fucking good at it. Um, here's the thing. Yes, I am a writer. I do like to write. I've always been a writer. Um, I love language and little idiosyncrasies of everything. I, I like the flow of onomatopoeia and all the fucking shit that it comes to writing. I've always been somebody who likes to write. So I think that that definitely helps, right? But as I first started into sales copy, I had a huge limiting belief to overcome because in my mind, when I was learning from these people who are sales copy gurus, I felt like that wasn't writing. It was like a different style of writing. And I thought that my creative flow was going to get in the way. So I very much veered away from it. And I tried to listen to what they were saying. And I was like, okay, like, I'm just going to do it their way. I'm going to follow the templates. Um, because I don't want my creative writing to get in the way of my sales copy. And so I was trying to compartmentalize these fucking things. Well, push the fast forward button um, as I was sitting in with my eight figure coach last week and he had me read some of my sales copy. Um, and he said to me, he said, wow, you're my spirit animal. And I was like, yeah, duh, bro. <laughs> Okay, but here's the thing. This is something that people tell me all the time is that, you know, you're my spirit animal. Your copy is so refreshing. I hear those words over and over and over again. But here's why is because I'm not trying to follow the template because I understand the foundational principles beneath sales copy because I really understand why things work the way that they do on a psychological level with the sale, but also the way that people read and the way that people interpret because I understand those principles I don't have to fucking follow the rules. I don't have to fucking put it in the little template and follow their flow pattern and do it in this order and do it, you know, do it the way that they do it. And here's your CTA and here's your headline. Blah, blah, blah. I don't have to do that shit because I have an understanding of the foundational strategies. And so inside of nonstop, I teach that shit, but I teach it in a different way than other coaches teach it. Um, most coaches in their program, they have like a like a sales copywriting course, right? Or a, a module where you're going to go through and they have a template and they, they tell you, this is how you write headlines. This is how you write CTAs. And this is the body paragraph. And you got to make sure and do this and make sure and do that. I don't do that shit. I have a different style of delivery that teaches you in wax on wax off kind of ways. So it's very karate kid of like pink fence, wax the car. And then you get into the ring and you magically know what the fuck you're doing. That's how I coach sales copy. Um, because here's the thing, guys, is that if you're always following the fucking template, then you're always at the mercy of competing with everyone else who's following the same fucking template. And there's not that many templates out there. So it puts you in this position of always being in the red ocean, always having a lot of competition um, and always sounding a lot like your competitors. So copy is one of the things that gives us the ability to differentiate ourselves. So it's the front line. Like it's the bartender of the marketing of the marketing world. And let me explain what that means. Okay. Is that in the bartending industry, okay, obviously the bartender doesn't own the bar most of the time. So the person on the front line has the most amount of control of the product and the money. 
type because as a bartender, I'm the one making the drinks. I'm the one selling the drinks. I'm the ones choosing which, if I'm going to use Kettle One or Grey Goose, right? I'm the one suggestively selling to the customer. I'm the one controlling how many customers are there because it's my regulars, how long they're there. If I'm a dick, they're going to leave, right? So I'm the one controlling on the front line. And so that means that even though the owner has a lot of say in things as far as what product they choose and how the menus are developed and what hours of operations we have, truly the bartender is the one in control of the revenue. So this is the same, is that if you are outsourcing your copy, then you are outsourcing your copy to someone who it's like a bartender, right? Like that bartender may or may not uh, have your best interests at heart. And I mean, hopefully they do. And they're a rock star bartender and they want to help you make money. But if they're not a rock star bartender, the fact is, is that you would never know the difference. You as an owner would be at the mercy of that bartender. So for me, outsourcing the copy is fucking like it fucks the funnel. It fucks everything because I don't want to outsource the thing that brings in the most fucking revenue. Right. And also like, that's the touch point. That's how you connect with the client. So if I'm doing my own copy, then I'm attracting my true believers. Uh, so then when I'm on the back end doing the work of delivery, I'm actually working with people that I love to work with because my frontline copy attracted them. So that's not something I want to outsource. And it's not something that I want to dumb down. And it's not something that I want to do the same as everybody else. I want all of my competitive edge to be in the sales copy. So that's why I really, I really go above and beyond for this. And I challenge my clients to improve copy at a foundational level, rather than just giving them the easy way out and saying, here's a template, or like a lot of coaches do and just writing it for them. I'm not going to write your fucking sales copy for you. Okay. I want you to write your sales copy for you. And I want you to feel really good about your sales copy because that is your frontline delivery. That's how you get seen and heard and known is through how you articulate your words. And I mean, arguably this goes into your lives, right? Your lives too. But a lot of your lives are actually built on how you learn to express yourself via those long posts, right? Connecting on social media, you start to come up with your little idiosyncrasies and your little conditioning statements and the things that you say that people know you for and create that brand identity. So that's not something that I want to give to someone else. Like that's something that I want to keep in my wheelhouse. I love fucking writing copy. I love writing the emails. Um, those pieces are amazing. And when I do outsource, because I do have members on the team, um, I'm choosing that person very carefully. I am very mindful of the people that are writing my copy um, in those emails or like the podcast descriptions, for example, is that we really work as a team to make sure that those reflect my voice and that it's not something that gets butchered and, you know, just kind of left to the side of like, oh, it's just, it's just a podcast episode. It doesn't really matter. No, it does matter because those words, they touch people at the very beginning, the top of the funnel. And so the top of the funnel is is insanely motherfucking important. Um, learning how to believe in my copy, I think was the most challenging part. Um, and now as I'm getting a lot of praise for it and I have, you know, my eight figure coach telling me how great it is. Um, and I have hundreds and hundreds of clients and thousands of people in my group, um, really celebrating my writing style. Of course I feel good about it now. I didn't feel good about it in the beginning because I wasn't sure. I was so unsure of myself and I really wanted to make sure that I was doing it 
right. Um, and this is what a lot of my clients come to me with is like, can you read my copy? I want to make sure I'm doing it right. How do you know that? <laughs> How do you know if it's right? Let me break this down for you. Okay. So the way that you know, if your sales copy is right, is if it's connecting with people that you want to work with. That's it. There's nothing else. There's nothing else to know if your sales copy is right. Is it connecting with the people that you want to work with? And if not, like, is there a way that you can stop watering yourself down? Is there a way that you can stop playing it so fucking safe? Is there a way that you can really say what you think and articulate how you feel? Because that's what great copy is. Great copy takes you through an experience, not a fucking template. And so when I'm teaching copy, I'm teaching it from a place of the transformational story. Now, some of you have probably already done my freebie of content that crushes. Um, if you haven't, content that crushes is my uh, signature content strategy that I've used since the very beginning. Um, it You get the free version, which is the first layer of what I teach inside of the program. You can get it at nonstopnotifications.com. Uh, that's going to give you the 100 wonderful ways to get more and better clients. If you scroll down to number 35, click on number 35, it's going to pop you over to a recorded training with some really clear-cut examples um, of showing you how to create a content strategy for your personal page um, so that you can start practicing fucking copy at a foundational level through transformational stories. But really the secret to this is connecting to yourself. Um, people are like, Nicole, you're such a good writer. But like, really, all I'm doing is articulating my view, my model of the world. And the way that I'm able to do that is because I'm fucking self-aware. I'm present in the moment. And I'm more and more present in the moment, the more I focus on these things and the more I level up my mindset. So my copy improves because I notice things at a, at a more visceral level. So really, if you want to get better at copy, it's about connecting to yourself and being present in the moment. And then being able to articulate those feelings, um, that's practice. And quite honestly, it's fucking reading, right? The, the more you read, the better a writer you are. I mean, everybody fucking knows that. So when you're going through this training, like it's going to give you that entry level of understanding the foundational principles, wax on, wax off, like painting the fence and waxing the car. So then when you start to write sales copy, because this is more in a nurture sequence delivery, when you start to write sales copy, you start to write your sales page or your emails. Um, and your CTAs, you understand the power of a transformational story and how you can incorporate that into a pitch. That gives you a very competitive edge standpoint starting point to your copy that a lot of people don't have and most coaches do not teach. So I highly recommend if you want to get better at sales copy to go watch that training. But if you've already been doing content that crushes, or if you've already been in that space of like writing copy, or maybe you have a coach that's taught you through all the templates and you're kind of looking to break out of that, that framework that's keeping you stuck competing against everybody else in your fucking niche. If you want to become the industry leader and really step into your fucking authority, I have another training um, and it's free. It's inside of the big group and it's called Ruby Slipper. So you have to do a little bit of fucking work on your own here. You got to go in the group and you got to pop up into the search bar and you have to type in Ruby Slipper. And Ruby Slipper is going to give you a three part plus a bonus. So it's actually four parts, um, a four part training. And it's inside of the events inside of the big group. Okay. So in the event section, you can also find it there. Um, it's got some fun little Wizard of Oz little Wizard of Oz decals on it, but you're going to watch those trainings and it's going to give you some homework that walks you through what my coach refers to as advanced copy. So when he read my copy, um, you know, there was a question in the room where somebody was like, but 
you know, Nicole's not following framework and, you know, like she's not doing, she's not doing the pain point thing. Like, why did you say her copy was good? And my coach said, Nicole isn't doing entry-level copy. This is what we call advanced copy. So inside the Ruby Slipper module, you're going to learn how to do advanced copy. Okay. It's going to show you how to really apply mindset um, and combine that mindset with the strategy to write at a much higher level. Um, and of course, this isn't great for low ticket clients. It's really, honestly, it's not. Okay. So like if you're trying to sell like a $27 thing, um, I don't recommend using advanced level copy. Um, keep it kind of in that, that lower level arena. But if you have a high ticket, high ticket offer, um, this is a really great way to go is to get into that mindset development piece and apply that into your strategies of how you write, because it's going to help you to articulate um, and attract a higher frequency level of client that's ready to do five figure investment. So if you want to write high ticket language content, use the advanced copy lessons. Um, and it's helpful to do it after you've done content that crushes so you understand the foundations first. Don't fuck yourself, right? So go do content that crushes and then do Ruby Slipper. Um, you're going to get amazingly better at copy very quickly. Now, you might be thinking to yourself, but Nicole, why would you tell us this if this is in your program? Well, because here's the thing, okay? One, I know you're not going to fucking do it. <laughs> I know you're not going to fucking do it because you haven't paid and people who pay pay attention and people who pay take fucking action and people who don't pay fucking don't do the fucking work. That's that's always how it is. So I know you're not going to do it, but I know that some of you probably just one or two little unicorns will scamper off out into the woods and you will do a portion of this. You will get through some of it. And I know that that will make such a fucking difference in the world. And I believe that the really best people out there will do some of this and we'll get some results. And so like, I feel good about that, right? Like I feel good about helping really great people to get clients. <laughs> so that's why I feel safe doing it. And you guys like with your, you know, here's your full butthole transparency here is like with your content too. Remember that like this whole thing of like, don't give away the farm. Like bitch, you can give away the farm. Like no one's going to the farm because they didn't pay for the fucking farm. Okay. Like they had, they see no associated value until they fucking buy. Um, and so, you know, you're not going to do it. I mean, I have clients that have paid me 30,000 fucking dollars who don't listen listen, right? Who still don't do the work, who still don't go watch the fucking Ruby Slipper module, right? Um, so I don't have that fear and you shouldn't either. The best people are going to take action and the people who are ready for the result are going to take action. So you don't have to worry about holding back, especially when you're in the high ticket realm. That's, that's the beauty of selling high tickets. You don't have to play these fucking low ticket fucking games, right? Um, it's great to be able to speak to your audience so candidly. And so, uh, you know, so transparently because you don't have to, it's like, what your mom tells you is like, well, if you never lie, then you don't have to remember your lies. So it's just easier to tell the truth. Same, bitch. Same. <laughs> it's easier to just fucking tell the truth. So here's the thing. I, I'm writing a book. And uh, while I was in Tulum, I finished the last round of edits. And now my book has been accepted um, by a very high profile editor um, where you have to like apply to get in. And of course, you still have to pay. Right. <laughs> so I have to pay. But I also had to go through an application process because he can only take so many projects. So I got in with this guy and um, now I, I just submitted everything like literally two days ago. So I'm feeling that feeling. <laughs> uh, only a couple people have actually read my book. 
because I've been keeping it with the editors. Um, my mom has read a portion and my fiance has read a portion. Um, but outside of those two people and of course my editing team, no one else has read the book. And so this is going to be the first man who has read the book from start to finish. Um, and I'm very comfortable with like my audience reading my stuff. Um, I feel really good about all you guys. Like I feel, I feel like I trust that. I, I trust that you guys get me. Um, and so I feel very safe uh, sharing all of that stuff. But now as I send this off to this fucking high profile editor, who's a dude, I'm terrified. And I feel that feeling inside of me of like, what if he doesn't like it, <laughs> which is fucking ridiculous, right? Because it's not really about him liking it. It's about him helping me to shape it and improve it and structurally keep it intact and give it what it needs to, to get to the big five publishers. So it's very exciting, but also very, very terrifying. And I want to bring to your attention that those emotions are so close, right? It's very, it's very subtly different to be excited and terrified about something. It's, it's very close. So when you're setting out to write, remember that the thing is, is like you're writing to be read. That's why you're writing copy. This isn't the same as writing in your journal. You're writing to be read. So just like I'm sitting here having those self-doubts and feeling like, fuck, what if this guy doesn't like it? This guy is not my target audience, right? He's not. He's not my target audience. He's he's an objective third party that's going to help me shape it for my target audience. And so I get to learn and listen and grow as I go through this process. But as you're writing sales copy, it is very fucking important that some people don't like it. People who are not your target market shouldn't like your copy. Okay, people who are who are not my target market don't appreciate my use of the words golden butthole. They, they don't like that shit. They don't like my cadence and my flow. And sometimes people will be in the group and they'll be like, you really should put a trigger warning on this post. Get the fuck out. Okay, get the fuck out. If you need trigger warnings, get out of my group. Like stop listening to the podcast. Go on, get, uh, unsubscribe from the email list. Get the fuck out of here because I don't believe in fucking censorship. I do not believe in that shit. Um, and so my book, very visceral, right? And it it comes with a very challenging premise in it. And I'm not going to tell you all the things because you got to fucking read it, right? But it comes with a very challenging premise in it um, that is very unpopular opinion. And so I have a fear. I have a fear of speaking my truth, of people knowing this thing, of people knowing this part of my story, of people knowing this belief that I, that I carry so close to my heart. Um, I feel exposed and vulnerable. And that's how I know it's good. <laughs> That's how I know it's real. So don't be afraid to repel people because if you're not repelling people, you're not attracting people. And if you don't feel like this post is vulnerable, like it probably isn't, you probably played it safe. You probably watered it the fuck down and you're probably going to end up competing with everybody else <laughs> in that red ocean because you weren't brave enough to be your true self unapologetically. The more you can peel back that fear of judgment, that feeling of like, what if they don't like it and say it anyways, that that is the motherfucking magic of copy because it catches people's attention for you to be vibrantly truthful. That's why people tell me, wow, you're so refreshing. It's because I tell the truth and the truth just sounds different. It has a different fucking frequency when you read it. You can feel it in your unicorn fucking bones. And so that is where that spirit animal feeling comes from. If you want your client saying to you and your prospects and your eight figure coach saying, wow, you're my fucking spirit animal. If you want that kind of reaction, this is where it comes from. Real 
copy based on real stories, real emotions, real transformations that you've experienced, not a motherfucking template. Okay. So take action, be a badass, be the motherfucking exception, build that identity for yourself and say, Hey, I'm the person that even though I haven't bought, I'm still going to take action because I'm paying with my time and my give a fuck. I don't have to pay money. I can be exceptional. I can do the whole motherfucking module. Go watch content that crushes, go watch Ruby slipper and watch your content change forever. Because through that process, you will learn so much about yourself. Be the exception. Prove to yourself that you are motherfucking exceptional. And remember that action takers fucking get results. So take off your pants and get to work, bitches. Take off your pants. Unleash your true self. Real unicorns don't wear pants.